Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is January 25th on Thursday. I can finally talk without coughing. <laughs> this last week, my family and I uh, got pretty sure we had the flu. It's really going around uh, here in the deep south and all kinds of stuff is going around, all kinds of sicknesses. So, um, finally got out of that. can finally talk without, um, without coughing like crazy. I couldn't even say a word. My wife would ask me a question. I'm like, <laughs> like I could not talk. I had to like sign language to communicate. It was it was bad, but praise the Lord. Coming to the end of it, last night was able to teach the Bible study, Wednesday night study, and uh, without any coughing attacks, and finally could take deep breaths. And so praise the Lord for the way He created the body in order to fight sickness when it does come. Um, it's pretty unpleasant, but, uh, you know, God knows what he's doing. And so I'm all better. Could talk. Finally can do this podcast again. Continuing on to the Beatitudes. I know there's a big break, but uh, the one that we're looking at today that Jesus talks to his disciples about. And obviously we know there's a whole crowd behind the disciples listening as well. Uh, but really the Beatitudes are for uh, followers of Christ, for believers. This one, he says this. He said, blessed, which remember, blessed means, oh, how happy. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, this is completely and utterly foreign to uh, the world, to unbelievers, to non-Christians. I mean, some other religious groups somewhat believe this, but... This is foreign. How can you be blessed when you're persecuted? <clears throat> well, it's kind of like when Jesus said, love your enemies. How can you love your enemies? You're supposed to love your friends and hate your enemies, right? No. Again, this is backwards to and in the world's eyes. But to us as believers, it's actually a compliment <laughs> It's interesting though. It's it's actually a compliment when people come against you, mock you, say evil of you, um, because of your faith, right? Oftentimes in life, you know, we get in trouble for doing the wrong thing. People get in trouble for doing the wrong thing all the time. But it's different being a Christian, because as a Christian, we often get in trouble for doing the right thing. Because the world, you know, calls good evil and evil good. It's completely backwards. Totally turned upside down. And it's our job to do all we can within you know, God's power, with his strength, to turn it right side up. <laughs> right? I mean, the world was great before sin entered the equation. And then came death and darkness, destruction, deceit. And so the world's like, persecuted? That's horrible. You must have a horrible life. But to us, if everyone agrees with us, then we're probably not being bold in our faith. If everyone likes us, we're probably not truly uh, giving out and spreading the truth. And so, we sort of have to evaluate where we're at. 
are we truly living out and giving out the gospel? Or is it hidden under a basket, you know, in a basket, under a table? The light is diminished. It's a good self-evaluation to figure out where we're at and where we can grow in the faith. So if people come against you, if they say all kinds of evil against you, or if they just mock you and laugh at you because of your faith, (laughs) that's actually a win. That's actually a sign that, hey, you're not ashamed of the gospel. That's actually a, a compliment. Romans 1.16, not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. And so it means you're living it, you're speaking it. You're not afraid to let people know who you are and what you're living for and who you're living for. Now, of course, persecution in other countries is different than it is here. In other countries, oftentimes it's life and death. It's a difference between prison and freedom. Renounce your faith and you won't go to prison. If you don't renounce your faith, you're going to go for a year. And if you keep sticking to your faith, it's going to be longer and longer. And in some places, it's even death. Actually, in many places, Christianity is illegal. Having a Bible is a major offense. Capital crime. What do we have to be afraid of here? Like in America, in the U.S. People laughing at us? Who cares? That's between, you know, that's between them and the Lord. And that's a beautiful thing, too, because it really takes the pressure off when you realize, okay, this is not my message. I didn't formulate this message to give it out to people. This is God's message. And as we relay the reality of the gospel to people and they reject it, they're not rejecting you. They're not rejecting me. They're rejecting the truth from the Lord. They're rejecting God. They're rejecting Jesus. And so at that point, it's between them and the Lord. It doesn't matter what they say to you, about you, to you. It's between them and God. You've been faithful to distribute the message that God has manufactured, that he has created, that he has given us. All you did, you're just a delivery person, right? You delivered it. It's up up to the Lord at that point and the person. So... That really takes the pressure off. I remember years ago, once that reality kind of hit me, a Christian uh, friend kind of tell me that. It took all the pressure off. When you realize the results aren't up to you. You know, you're not working on commission. Well, if you convert two people this week, then you will get a reward in heaven, a raise. You'll get a raise, okay? You get a bonus in heaven, (laughs) If you convert three people, this you know, it's not, you don't work on commission. I would say that Christian life is likened to salary. We're just faithful to plant and water. And God gives an increase. We're, we're blessed in the same way no matter what. Like we're, we're on salary. Like I kind of liken it to that, right? The results are not to us. We're not trying to push salvation. We're not trying to sell anything. I remember one time years ago, years ago, at my, uh, my, one of my sister's birthday parties in uh, Northern California. No, no, no. It was my dad's, I think, 60th birthday party. But a bunch of people came. And one of his friends or coworkers or something, I was talking to him. 
And he's like, oh, okay. And he was a salesman. He's like, okay, so you're, you know, and I told him what I do and who I am and all that, what I believe. And he's like, oh, okay, so you're kind of like, a, you're a salesman too. You sell the gospel. <laughs> and I was like, no, the gospel isn't for sale. Like, it's free. It's a free gift of salvation. You don't pay anything. Although it's costly. You surrender your life. But I had to help him to see, and I don't know if he actually did or not, or uh, believed it or not, but help him to see what the gospel really, really was, what it was about. But we plant, we water, we give the, you know, God gives the increase, right? That's not up to us. He is in the results. And so people will say things against you, about you. The bolder you are, the more people will, the more you'll face pushback. Let's put it that way. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually a compliment because it means that you are being courageous for the kingdom. Amen. Well, hey, God bless you guys. So good to be back on here. Uh, Praying for your day. Love you guys. Praying for you guys. And we'll talk to you soon.